Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you for making us part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Time for What's Going On, where we check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Are you prepared, Gordon? I am prepared. You prepared to digest the radio gold that comes from the other shows on the Zone Sports (laughs) Network? That we are promoting now. Out of the kindness of our hearts. One of the other shows today did a lot of digesting of their own. Or probably is currently. (laughs) he's, He's busy right now. And you say promoting, I say stealing from, whatever. <laughs> what, are you going to go take a nap? <laughs> uh, let's start out with uh, with DJ and PK this morning. They were, as I mentioned before, talking a little college football, and they uh, dove into recruiting and how it's changed. The good thing about the U of U is they've gotten f- far more bona fides than they used to. Eric Weddle blows up to our surprise. Jalen Johnson blows up, not to our surprise. This is what he was supposed to do, and he did it. So they weren't getting those types of players back then that we can really identify as what I just call the bona fide. Now they're getting some of these bona fides, right? The Mountain West era was a different era, to quote somebody who yelled that at me angrily when I was making some point he loathed. So, yes, I mean, the, the NFL guys that are getting, they used to kind of come in waves and and you had to you had to build them up, coach them up, and you had to maybe get a little lucky that somebody fell through the cracks. Yeah, yeah. Like what? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, now it's, he didn't really have to be built up. He was very good as a freshman. But, still, <laughs> but, they're, but, they, but they're lucky he fell through the crack. They, and that the someone, LA schools weren't exactly right. beating down his door. No. No, there's a story about seeing him for the first time at this school and thinking, that kid? And I think it was in the cafeteria at lunch or something. Like, he, you know, sometimes it's like you were saying about Paul George, right? And you just look at people, they're out of central casting. That is a basketball player. That is a football player. You just look the part. He looks small. But he could play. From the day he got here, he could play. And then he ended up, you know, we know he played in the NFL forever. Jalen Johnson identified early on, and then they immediately replaced him with a Clark Phillips. Yeah, and, And he ends up starting from day one. When you start getting kids at Oklahoma and Ohio State wanted, not that they overlooked that they wanted, you're getting somewhere. You're in a different neighborhood. Right. That's where Utah is Bonafides. in its program. So there's no reason now for the foreseeable future, at least until Kyle's there, and I think he'll be there at least three more years, and we'll see when we get there what his line of thinking is at that point when he turns 65, because he'll turn 62 this season, what he wants to do. We'll let him make that decision and announcement when he's darn well ready to make it, but that's not now. And so I expect them to be competitive this year, I probably didn't expect them necessarily to be competitive last year, but the division is not that tough. There's just there's not great teams in that South Division. So by the fact that the competition isn't all that tough, 
and the fact that they're a program that is on the rise, I expect them to contend virtually every year. Maybe last year would have been different because the unusual circumstances of the prior year losing so many guys. But last year was that trans it was going to be a transition year and then it blows up and to be what it was so uh, as far as them contending there was no contention last year it, it didn't even count as far as i'm concerned but the guys got some experience so now i'm expecting them to contend pig- again piggyback off of that yep. and contend again yes uh, that's my level of optimism for their program is to be in contention in the south and then once you win that thing see who you're playing in the north and i agree with what you were saying i think earlier in the, this week get rid of those freaking divisions it, it, it's point they, they, I, I think want the, the best teams if playing. If you weren't whether it's the 12-team playoff, I think is going to end divisions in every league. I think all the Power Fives. Now, the, the, the Big 12 already doesn't have a division. But the other four do. But I just don't see where you're going to risk it. And the only one is probably the SEC because they just have highly ranked teams at the, at the top. But you cannot risk having... Uh, the 23rd ranked team who is nine and three win a division and then pull an upset in the conference championship game. That's how you get shut out of the college football playoff. You can't risk that. Right. I so want you want your see, top yeah. two teams right. playing exactly, and then if you're not, if your lower team isn't in the top 12, they're at least close enough that with the upset they get there. They may go in as 14 or 15. I want them competing with Oregon and Washington and whomever out of the north. I want it all in one rather than. Uh, competing with just the teams in the yeah. South. It's not good enough. The, and plus, Utah can compete with those teams anyway. So for the sake of the conference, I'm on, I'm aboard, on board what you say 100%. Yeah. So when we get the 12-team playoff, I think really quickly you'll see the divisions uh, vaporize. And it'll just go to one, 10, 12, or 14-team standings, depending on which league you're following and uh, how many schools they have at that point. Gordon, what do you think about that concept, getting rid of divisions? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I thought you wanted to see the, the champion, though, get an automatic bid. Because the, the theory behind getting rid of divisions is you don't want your champion excluded, right? Right, but you can still have a champion. Well, if, there's, if the champion is, doesn't get an automatic berth, it really kind of diminishes the value of that, does it not? Yeah, I, I don't know, Jake. I guess I can see value on both sides. Um, but uh, I, I have no problem with uh, disposing of the divisions. And, and what those guys said to begin their conversation, I think Utah has reached a point where the talent they get is substantial, uh, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I, yeah, I think highly. When I, when I see uh, guys like that Phillips kid out there, I mean, that's some serious talent. And who'd the, who'd the uh, Utes beat out for him? Ohio State? Clark Phillips? Yeah. I, I Sounds right. So, I mean, I know that's anecdotal, but I think that's true in a lot of places across the team. So, what do you think about the divisions? Do you, do you like uh, having them, or would you prefer to have it all? I do. I, I, like the, I think races make the season interesting. So, if you have a divisional race and a conference race, I mean, I think it gives more teams skin in the game. Okay. And keeps keeps more importance on each specific game. I hear what day, what DJ's getting at. That's why I, I like the automatic birth uh, scenario too. I don't just like it to be the the wild west. 
I'd rather see a legit conference uh, conference race. How do you feel about the uh, the Pac-12? Uh, how many league games should Utah play every year? Nine. And so should everybody else. I get everybody's gripe that the SEC and other leagues play eight. Well, they should be playing nine. Because usually the team that replaces the other league opponent would be some lesser team. I don't understand why anybody would be for an additional exhibition game in a sense. Yeah. I don't get that argument other than padding your schedule for superficial motives. Unless it's a fantastic uh, uh, national game like Notre Dame, USC, something like that. Which I think three non-conference games leaves room for, I would hope. You would think so. It's the second one A game that gets squeezed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Citadel in the middle of the season that gets squeezed. And who really wants to see that? I know you want to position your team to get into the playoff or whatever, but come on. Come on. Yeah, it's... I'd uh, rather see one more interesting game. in uh, Because the, here's the thing with conference teams, Gordon. They all have relationships, which in and of itself makes the game yes, more interesting, which absolutely. is something, just a side note, I think BYU misses with independence is, yeah, they play some interesting opponents who they don't have any sort of relationship with. I think there's something lost there. Whereas, you know, Utah's been in the Pac-12 long enough, but there's... Water under the bridge with Arizona and Arizona State and Washington and Oregon and Oregon State that makes their mat their current matchups more interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Whereas right. Utah Fresno State just doesn't do it for me. Nor do I think it does it for most folks out there. Yeah, although it's uh, isn't it? Uh, I don't know how to say this in a nice, polite way, but it is prostitutional scheduling. But why would I want to see that? You would, as an observer. You would. I mean, now although, as a, although we've had this conversation before. And people like to see wins. They do, and it's not like they're not going to go to the game. But I think super partisan fans are the only ones that make it, and coaches that make an argument for an eight-game conference schedule. Yeah, I I wonder, Jake, if you know. By the way, I didn't mean fan derogatory. I just mean fans that that yeah. don't care of the opponent. They just want to see their team with the best record to put them in the best position or whatever. It doesn't – anyway, to clear that up. I'm the not casual fan. I'm, casual. Not, I'm not trying to go cash on you. <laughs> Every once in a while you'll see an upset of some sort that uh, is memorable. You know, the Appalachian States uh, rising up and winning. But it doesn't happen very often. And we really don't care when it does. It's cute. We don't? It's cute for I got, about 30 no, seconds. No, that and got then, a lot of attention. It's adorable. Right, as a, as a cute thing, not as some triumph. And it was more of a big story because it was negative to Michigan than it was positive to App State. Uh, no, yes, I'm not sure. it was all how the mighty have fallen, and it, it cost was, what's his it name. Was. It cost what's his name his job. Yeah, but Appalachian is that you say an Appalachian? I think it's not Lation, it's Lashin, right? Appalachian State uh, got a lot of credibility from that, and they do play good football, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. <laughs> and what's the only thing anybody remembers about them? That they uh, enjoyed one of the that they greatest. Somehow prayed out a victory over <laughs> over Michigan. It was a great upset. A cute man. little team that went up against upset. the the dying dynasty. Oh, what's Appalachian State's mascot? 
Uh-huh. What's it? what's Michigan's? Oh, come on. That's I not know fair. It. That's exactly the point. That's not fair. I'll bet nine out of ten people that saw that game went, what's Appalachian State? Oh, you hadn't heard of Appalachian State? I'd heard of it. I've heard of the Appalachians. I think that's the Appalachians, isn't it? How? Why would it be different? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, should we check in with Hans and Scotty? Hold on one second. <laughs> Googling the mascot? Yes, I am. Aren't they the Mountaineers? Are they? I don't know that's West Virginia. Well, <laughs> there is the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you. The Married Cousins? What are they? <laughs> Stop it now. Okay, they are the Mountaineers. You're right. <laughs> Original. Sorry. I thought they might be the Hilltoppers. That's uh, Western Kentucky, isn't it? Anyway. So Hanson Scotty had Mark Pope on today. Oh, him? Yeah, the BYU head basketball coach gave his thoughts on name, image, and likeness. <laughs> they had the Pope it's on? a new world we're living in with the NIL, as you mentioned. How do you try to help these kids navigate this process? It's, it's, uh, it's sheer madness right now. It's, it's <laughs> actually so fun. Um, it is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful opportunity for these young people that's, that's long overdue. Um, you know, we're blessed to have extraordinary young men here that, you know, one of the things that everybody worries about is guys losing focus. Um, and this certainly is another opportunity for our guys to be distracted from what really ultimately is going to be the most lucrative process for them in name, image, and likeness, and that's to win and sacrifice for each other. But our guys are so mature, uh, we have spent hours and hours and hours uh, talking and consulting and planning and posturing and not just how to do it fairly and legally, but also how to take most advantage of the opportunities that, that you know, NIL provides. And we're super excited about it. It's going to be really good for our guys. Have you seen guys ink deals yet, Coach? Yeah, so uh, we're in talks right now. One of the things that's really, really interesting is um, – you know, these guys are, you know, I'm super excited. I have a bunch of entrepreneurial-minded guys on my roster. And so is these guys, like, this is like their first foray into the business world and probably a deeper look than most of us ever get in terms of deciding whether they're going to go with a, you know, with a general LLC or a specific S-Corp in terms of kind of building the foundation, how they're going to kind of deal with the financial um implications with how they're going to manage potential money that they can earn. And then dealing with things like whether they're going with um, uh, the first uh, possible offer, they're going to kind of um, measure out competitors. Are they going to be willing to take a little bit more to do exclusive exclusivity deals in a certain area? Or are they going to say, I'll take a little less, but I'm going to keep options open in that particular field. Um, You know, one of the things that's interesting for our guys is, you know, NIL prospects are new for every business also. And so our guys are being really aggressive in terms of actually uh, taking ideas to specific um, businesses saying, hey, what do you think about this idea? Not just bringing themselves, but also bringing some marketing potential or whatever in terms of ideas and possibilities. And so it has been a remarkable already in the first few days it has been a remarkable educational opportunity for our guys. Uh, it's super exciting. With the Supreme Court ruling, are you able to offer them more things, Coach? Are you, are, is the university able to give these basketball players I don't more items that would help them for schooling and sports? 
Yeah, so no. The short answer is no, unless there's something I'm unaware of. Um, you know, the, the, things that, the, the things that I was really excited about with the NIL was that it wasn't, it, for states that don't have legislation, it wasn't limited to costs of, um, to academic costs. I think, and you know, I think that there are some states that came out with early legislation where there are some such limitations, which is unfortunate considering the stance the NCAA took. Um, and so, you know, these guys are going to have a, a really exciting, and I'm telling you, like, that's been what's most shocking to me that I don't think was talked about a lot before NIL was put into place a few days ago is this is, it's like the greatest education and business for our guys ever, mm. because essentially they're each starting, they have to like go through the legwork of starting their own business. And whether it turns out to be massively lucrative or they, they earn a dollar, right? Um, just, the, just, the, just the experience of going through building their own business is super exciting. It's, it's been awesome. And now it's super time-consuming, but it's fun. BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope right there talking about name, image, and likeness. So, Jake, I know how you feel about this whole thing, but do you think that it is uh, an, uh, an educational opportunity? <laughs> or is uh, a money grab? <laughs> uh, oh, to use the term loosely, sure. What is an education? You know, you can right? learn from Dornier or anything. They're right? gonna, they're gonna have to learn to navigate some stuff. And coaches have now all new things on their plate to worry about. Lesson learned. Which I don't believe that <laughs> Coach Pope is all that excited about that he leads <laughs> he leads on right there. But there's really nothing else he could say. I just I, I know you hate it, but I I like the empowerment of the athlete. I mean, Coach Pope isn't going to say, "Yeah, I, I love it. I'm going to have to keep sleazy boosters out of my <laughs> locker room. This is just great." That now have every right to be there. So super well, excited about boosters that. Boosters may have already been there. Again, weak argument. Hmm? It's already happening. Why not just get rid of speed limits? Okay, just because, People are already just because speeding, somebody, Gordon. Just because there's a rule out there or a law out there that is successful doesn't mean that there should be more rules, more laws. People are already speeding, Gordon. It's kind of true, actually. Yeah, so get rid of it. <laughs> I remember back when Montana didn't have a speed limit. It was awesome. Really? Montana didn't have a speed limit? Yeah, for a long time, as really? long as it was during the day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Surprised you didn't know that. I actually. thought that was still the case, just not on the freeways there. Not anymore, I don't think. They have them on the local roads yeah. now. What mm-hmm. is it, 100? Yeah, 100 in school zones. <laughs> Get rid of speed limits. No more speed limits. Everybody's speeding anyway. Who cares? <laughs> oh, Jake, that's a weak analogy. How? Spot on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's not get into it. We can go back to the taxes if you want. Well, let's Get rid of the tax code. People are cheating anyway. Let's, let's Just throw it all into the garbage. Are people cheating? On their taxes? Yeah. Yeah. I would guess they are. Or else the IRS Have wouldn't you ever exist now, would it? Have you? Ever Have you? No. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, come on. What an accusation. You're I believe that you to, believe you've never cheated. <laughs> you're the one who tried to pay me into this corner. Don't uh, backpedal down <laughs> that I turned, uh, turned it around on you. That'd be Jake Scott. Anybody wondering out there. Gordon just admitted to uh, <laughs> never, 
I have a, I no no. I uh-huh. hand that over to a professional accountant who yeah, Sydney Lowe is completely uh, above board in every way. True. Said every I, I, tax oh, cheat in history. Are you kidding me? I pay more taxes than the ex president of the United States. Oh man. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt. And, hey, if you uh, need to spice things back up in the bedroom or if you've been dealing with side effects from the pill for a long, long time, listen up. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, that's right. The pill, it's a thing of the past for ED. So many guys are struggling. And younger, 20s, 30s, we've seen guys in their 80s and 90s. Uh, And the acoustic wave therapy that Wasatch Medical uses, the only technology backed by Cambridge and 40 other studies showing this is the future. One called it the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. And we obviously know what more blood flow does in the bedroom, but the ripple effect that we see on a man and the relationship's life is incredible. Happiness and sense of well-being Everything improves when we remove this problem out of the relationship. And I think that's the part of the uh, the job that I love so much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just one person dealing with this whole thing, Andrew. It's two. That's right. You come into the lobby of our clinic and you see a lot of spouses in there, significant others. That's so cool. ED affects two people. And when we improve it, it definitely affects two people as well. And remove the need to take the pill, remove the side effects, the headaches, the blurred vision, all of that. Uh, it's a game changer. The Cambridge study, by the way, tested our technology on severe erectile dysfunction and showed a very high success rate. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. And now is a great time to call. You guys are doing all sorts of stuff. It's a long list for free. Uh, put a stop to your ED and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment, the exam, and the blood flow ultrasound for free. That's with our medical doctor. You get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. You'll love that. You can leave your wallet at home. It's all no charge. And new patients get blood work and testosterone for free. If you're feeling a little empty in the tank, all of it, no charge. 801-901-8000. Get on the dock at 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay tuned. David Locke will be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We have the non-sports port coming up at 4.50. You have a tease for us? It'll be good. I mean... It'll be good. I'm waiting for the day when you say, you know, it's going to be bad today. Is that what I should say? Well, hey, don't the- bother this time around. <laughs> I know it's like uh, 75% of our audience's favorite segment of the show. It's a little high. Uh, Flip seven, those numbers. 74. But you're, you're all about the honesty. We talked earlier about expectations for the, if you were a coach, how you would set expectations low. 
Yeah, but th- this, the, you know, there is wiggle room in competition. This is absolute. <laughs> Jake, I believe that Gordon believes it'll be good. <laughs> That's true. I do believe that. Our listeners, and not just the casual ones, will enjoy it. The cash. Unsophisticated. If you don't get what the heck we're talking about, then uh, we. That goes back to our conversation. Podcast the show uh, anywhere you get your podcast. So, Gordon, you had sons in four. Anything? No, uh, (laughs) you misrepresent everything. What? I did not say sons in four. Although, if that happens, I'm going to laugh in your face. (laughs) Deservedly so. So, are you? What did I say? About six or seven. Are you sticking with it though? I don't know about the sun. About sons. six or seven? <laughs> no. Five, six or seven? Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, six. I'll do six. That's what you said yesterday was yeah. six. It's not how I remember it. That is. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. That is. You said my sons in four, like that guy who got in the fight in Denver, and then I believe you added a woo afterward. Get out of town. You are such a For the valley. Such a chump sometimes. Oh man. It here's here's the thing. Giannis What is the thing? I don't know if Giannis The thing. Here it is. No 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 I here's I don't know if a whatever percent Giannis is enough to get Milwaukee over the top. Yeah. Because Giannis still is not a completely well-rounded player, which is why, and I know some people would disagree with me on this, and that's fine, but why I would not put him in the upper echelon of NBA players currently, top three, four, whatever you want to say. I mean, Giannis is obviously amazing. but He's great at what he does, and what he does, this injury hampers him a little bit in that regard. But... I, it does because now, you know, before all you used to do with Giannis was gap him big time and he'd still dunk in your face. Now you can gap him and there's not a whole lot he can do. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I'm not sure his return has the impact that a lot of people were saying. Because in Although less, some people are looking at it as uh, being uh, optimistic because he was out there at all. And what was he, 6 of 11, something like that last And, and had a bunch, a bunch of energy, more more than I thought he would. I, I'm I'm trying to tread a little bit lightly. But well, I we just were all wondering whether he could walk. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess that's my point. And Milwaukee changes the way they play entirely without Giannis, which is, the, the, I know, the most obvious take of obvious takes. But in some ways, you get more out of other players, right? And so you don't get as much from Brooke Lopez when Giannis plays because all of a sudden he goes from a post player to a spacer, which we talked about back when Brooke was having some nice games. He and likes Giannis that is. corner three. And now Giannis, 100%, you're more than willing to change everybody's game on the floor because he's that good. Mm-hmm. But if he's not that... He's not a jump shooter. I know, yeah. but if he's easy to take out of the series and then all of a sudden you're changing the way everybody else plays too... That's going to hamper Milwaukee's ability to win. So it sounds to me like based on because I've heard the exact opposite of what I'm getting, I'm taking from it right now. What you're saying, Jake, and that is that you are. Check me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're saying that you're less optimistic about the Bucks' chances after watching that game last night. Some people are saying that they're more optimistic because they think that uh, Giannis isn't better condition than they thought he was going to be and that he will be more aggressive in the coming games. I think you're reading me pretty... I 
yes, I, I would agree with that. Cinema. I don't think he's going to help as much as others do. That's that's kind of how I would tie it up. Because of the injury? Because of the injury. Because it limits him more so than it would other players. Like, um, give me a give me a real on the ground savvy type player. You know, Carl Malone. In his later years, there yeah. you go. So an injury like that is going to slow him down a lot less because he's not reliant on that yeah. athletic. You know, the Giannis is used to being the best athlete on the floor. Yeah. And he's like if, a pogo stick out right. there, man. He's just a really vertical. And when he's not, that's going to affect his game. And I wonder if, you know, if you suffer a knee like that and and you go out and play and you're in traffic and you're flying off the floor, wouldn't you be a little more hesitant? Yeah, you're thinking about it. I would be. I mean, that rehab is painful and it takes a lot of effort. And you don't want to have to go through that again. So, I mean, I wonder if there's just a split second of a hesitation to do what he normally does. And he's trying to tough it out and leave it all out there. But when it comes to the human body, there's some things, you know, yeah. you're limited. The the what, What's that Futurama line? The the spirit is willing, but the, the flesh is uh, spongy and bruised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Um was that Futurama? Yeah, have you ever seen that show? Uh, That's a particular. Well, anytime, anytime we can quote Futurama on the big show, I mean, I'm all for it. That's a particularly so, funny episode. So, yeah. so Jake, do you think then that uh, after watching last night's game, I don't know, I can't remember what you said the series was going to be yesterday. Didn't you pick the Suns? Yeah, I don't know what I picked. I'm rooting against the Suns. You picked but the I, yeah, Suns. I think so. they're going to win, but I, and, I hope and not. So, after watching last night's game, do you think it'll be five games? I don't know. I'm not really swayed on my son's pick. I, th- I think Milwaukee's good enough to get. Oh, man. I, they should be able to get two. So how much did last night's observance by you affect the way you feel about the com- competitiveness of the series? Le- left me less confident in Milwaukee. But it's one game, so obviously I'm leaving room for complete See, overreaction. That's, re- that's really interesting, though, because so many other people are have viewed it a different way. What do they know? Uh, oh, I'm not saying you're wrong or they're right. I, know, I'm I just, just saying... like that line. <laughs> we need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. <laughs> that is a good line. Although, so, although the, the topic at hand. Yeah, you knew the whole concept, oh, okay. the context. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Death by Snoo Snoo. Can't we just cuddle? <laughs> like 10 people out there have seen that and know what we're talking about, but it is funny. Is it dirty? Uh, no, Snoo I mean, Snoo is not reading the, the Bible. Yeah. Ah. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. Boy, you know, the fact that you left it open the way you did, uh, this is really could be bad. You should watch this. More on this from Andrew Reinhardt next. Oh, all right. You should watch it. If you're spongy, never mind. (laughs) There's another great line from that where it's like, she's built like a steakhouse, but she handles like a bistro. What does that mean? Kiff, I've I've prepared, uh, what does he say? I've prepared a list of pickup lines. You know, you need to use as many of these as you can as fast as you can. Sorry. Okay. All right, stay tuned. On that Futurama, note, brilliance. Yeah. 
didn't get the run or love that it deserved. I agree. Uh, not sports. Sport is next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for the Nod Sports Report brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? Well, i got a few things. First of all, and Austin brought one of them to my attention, but I think uh, we should talk about it. Because of this heat wave that's going on right now, do you understand that in Canada some of the sea life is dying you know, like, uh, you know, clams and other uh, ocean critters that get washed up on the shore for a time, and then the tide comes back in and washes them back out. Well, apparently they're baking. So if you want to clam bake, head up to Canada. That is, what was it? 122 degrees up there, something crazy? Now, the, a security guard downstairs here today stopped me and said, hey, here's a picture of my friend's weather station in Boise yesterday, and it was 122 Woof. in Boise by the Snake River. Unusual. And, Jake, I hate to break this to you, but and this might break your heart, really, but uh, um, what's her name again? Uh, uh, Miley Cyrus is changing the words. To her song that you love so much, Party in the USA. She's changed the lyrics to Free Britney in the USA. Well, okay. I mean... That's okay. That's your favorite song. Well, I'm not going to listen to the Free Britney version. She can't make me stop listening to the old version, but, you know, whatever. I mean, doesn't that feel like, uh, what's his name, Sir Elton John, uh, Changing Candle in the Wind, uh, Goodbye English Rose? Okay. I mean, does it mean that you can't go back and listen to Candle (laughs) in the Wind anymore? Okay. All right. And then uh, finally, there's this, Jake. Is there any reason that... It's permissible for you to choose not to go to a close family member's wedding. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason. Is there a good one? Yeah, I'm sure there's a good one. Like, what, 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 uh, okay, so what, what would it take for you to miss? Like, let's say, uh, I don't know, just somebody close to you and your family was getting married. Uh, but what would it take for you not to go? I mean, something pretty extreme, but you ask me if there is a reason. Yeah, like, sure. I mean, I don't know. Austin, if, I, if I had my, my toe smashed in a forklift accident <laughs> or something like that, you know, it's probably a pretty good uh, reason what, to miss a wedding. How about a reason to choose not to go to one? Have you ever been so mad at a relative that you would have skipped their wedding? Never. <laughs> not me. <laughs> That we, doesn't sound like me. We had a, a friend, a former co-worker here on The Zone, our guy Tony, who went to a, uh, a wedding for his wife's family mm-hmm. and skipped the wedding. Like, showed up to the <laughs> wedding, then said, okay, I'm leaving to go to a basketball game. Hmm. That sounds like trouble to me. Le- left his wife there. Left his wife at the wedding and then went to a basketball game. Uh, I we never confirmed if he even got out of the car. 
at the wedding. That's against the rules, isn't it? That's what we said to him at the time, but he had it worked out with his wife. He's still married to this day, so, you know, whatever, whatever's clever, but... Yeah, I couldn't have gotten away with that. I'm just jealous that he got away. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he can get away with it. That that good on him. I'm not. Uh, I'm not judging I here. You I'm liked just saying. I love weddings. Okay. Do you love weddings now that you have to take a, a four-year-old and a six-month-old with you? Sure. Still fun. Have you done it? Yeah. You've been to a wedding with well, both. Well, not ch- with children? both kids. I've certainly okay. been to All a right. wedding with my first. Well, the little one probably loves going out there and dancing around on the floor yeah. and all that. Sure. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. A, oh, there is a point to this? Yes. A mom was getting married, and her daughter, let's see, her daughter's daughter, her granddaughter, was to be a flower girl. Her daughter's daughter's granddaughter? No, her daughter, her granddaughter. The mom's, the mom's granddaughter was scheduled to be a flower so a girl. So grandma's getting married. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this is what happened. The grandma decided to to change the hair color of her granddaughter for the wedding. And the mother didn't like it. And I'm not sure what color she changed it to. I don't know if it was blue or green or pink or whatever. But she changed it. And the mom, the middle mom, uh, was so angry that she refused to go to her mom's wedding. And I, is that okay? No, there, it doesn't matter what color she changed it. Grandma should not be changing granddaughter's <laughs> hair without mom's permission. I'm with Austin on this. That's that's messing with somebody's kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, your kid once removed, it's still their it's kid. still there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all right with uh, the mom being upset about that whole thing. You can that, that give them dessert before dinner, all the things grandmas <laughs> do, but you don't change right. the appearance. You know, Really? I know someone whose mother wanted to get their granddaughter's ears pierced, and the mom said, no, that and is something my anyway? child needs to choose someday for themselves. And she, one day while babysitting the granddaughter, went and had her ears pierced. Yeah. Oof. See, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a little violation of boundaries. I so could, what are the rules for grandparents? Tell me, what am I allowed to do and what I am you know not what allowed you to can do? do? You can take your oldest, uh, Brody G, out to get a tattoo. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's tasteful. <laughs> as long as it's tasteful. As long as it comes <laughs> off after a week. Mom will be fine with it. <sighs> so Just take Brody out and get Gordon tattooed. So, so if, if, let's say... The Porsche emblem. Let's say that there was a grandpa who had some grandkids, and the grandkids liked to play video games, uh, and, and grandpa had them over to the house, and the, but, uh, but the, the, the grandkids' parents didn't allow uh, past a certain uh, time limit of video games. But Grandpa, in an effort to gain favor of said grandchildren, I'm just making this up. This is kind of a, you know, this is just sort of a fictional story. But but Grandpa was trying to gain favor uh, of the kids, and so he let them play video games for like three hours straight. So here's the difference, I would say. All right. That seems like well within kind of a grandpa spoiling rule. But if the grandkids were forbidden from playing video games at all and you let them, I think it would be a different story. Or the rating. 
uh, change yeah. the story to where their parents allow only up to a certain rating of video game, and Grandpa then brings in Grand oh. Theft Auto. <laughs> that's breaking the rule. No, but if but Grandpa's what, but no, like, what about hey, a regular? Grandpa's, you get to play video games. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with Austin. What? Well, Jake's with me as well. No, Jake is saying, uh, you're, you're saying if it's appropriate for kids, then it's okay to play. If, they, if they're allowed to play video games, but there's a time limit... Then yeah, you but can not let if them they're play not longer. allowed to play video games. If their games parents are, are adamantly against them ever playing video games, you might want to. And they not come do over that, to yeah. grandpa's and they get to play video games, and that's that's different. That's when you're like, just giving well, them a little extra video game time, yeah. that's not really crossing a line. But my parents but didn't want me to drink ever, <laughs> but at grandpa's, I got a fifth of whiskey now and then. No, you, you don't get. To, there's some rules here. <laughs> yeah, but that's different than playing video games. By your that's not, to but, you, but that's, that's not that's, a moral standard. But to that's, you, that's your judgment, not the parent. That's the parent's call to make. That's the point. <laughs> if they, it, it doesn't matter what it is. If they say you can't have strawberries, and then they go over to grandpa's and you're just feeding them strawberries, then that's not cool. But if they can only the, have three and you slip them five, who cares? Oh, they're yes. at grandpa's house. That doesn't matter. You're missing the point of this entirely. Oh, I hear what you're saying, but it's troubling. You're not allowed to play with firearms unless you're a grandpa. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's not even funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I, okay. I thought it was clever. Well, I I need to be I need to be more cognizant of that. I think if you're giving them a little extra time, like a little okay, here's a little something because Grandpa loves you, then I don't think that's a problem. But like. Like Austin said, if you're you're letting them play Laser Shoot Larry or something, and <laughs> or or if they're not allowed to play video games at all, and you're just letting them play video games nonstop, then I think you're in you're in boundary violation. How about like territory. donuts, candy, cookies, stuff like that? Are you allowed to give it to? I think yeah. It's I mean, just hypothetical. I think grandparents' house—that's where you get a little. That's where you get the cream of life so, at grandparents' house. So you house. can break the rules, not the vices of life, <laughs> the cream. Well, what's the rule? If your daughter said, "Listen, do not give my kids donuts. Don't do it," and you give them donuts, I think that's crossing the line. Mm. Well, that's so direct. R- Robbie comes in though and says. My son's aunt and grandma painted his toenails once. That was a big no-no for me. That's not permanent, though. Yeah. That's And I get haircuts aren't permanent either, but they're more permanent than toenail paint. Hair dyeing is, I mean, that's going to take months to get over. Toenails, right you put a sock on and no one knows, you know? <laughs> and this was before a wedding. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just kind of like the idea of grandma and grandpa being able to do whatever they want, you know? You know, again, to gain the favor that's not even funny. Of uh, to gain the favor of the kids, because you you know you want to love your grandkids, and you want your grandkids to love you back. And sometimes, mom and dad sort of get in the way a little bit because they have all those rules and stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just. I'm. This is an educational process for me. So you're saying be careful. I'm saying be careful. Well, you know, if you feel like you need to bribe your way into your grandkids' hearts, I guess that's something you got to do. No, I get the, the I get the grandparent spoiling, but yeah, you got. I think you got to be careful a little bit. Okay, that's all. I guess that's all, all right. I'm getting at. All right, I'm taking I'm taking notes over here because you're I'm at a different stage than you are. If Sadie went over to Mimi's and came back with a tattoo, we'd be pretty upset. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Brody G. Let's go get ourselves some tats. But if Sadie goes over to Mimi's and she lets Sadie watch uh, a 
cartoons while she's eating lunch, even though we don't usually do that at our house. In fact, we don't do that at our house. It's fine. It's just grandma doing a little something extra. It's fine. So so, uh, so we just sort of got to bob and weave your way through this a little bit. But don't don't get it too much. Don't go against the wishes of mom and dad. Well, yeah, you don't want to uh, hamstring your kids. Parenting abilities, right? You don't want to put them in a bad spot. I'm okay, sure. so how about one, 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 one more thing? What if, uh, if uh, mom and dad have a certain idea? Let's say pizza. They don't want their kid to have pizza, but and you're and they've taught their kids not to eat pizza. What if grandma and grandpa want to give their grandkid pizza? Is that rearranging, uh, you know, so that it's a conflict now? So that probably would not be good, right? Speaking as a parent, yeah, I'd be bent out of shape about that. Okay. Especially given certain age of children yeah. where you're fighting that all day, every day. They want to eat pizza, 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 pizza. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, the kids say to mom and dad, well, grandma and grandpa let me. So now you've got a problem with that. Okay. Thank you. All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He's Andrew Reinhardt with us here on The Big Show, helping you with your relationships. And, uh, you know, we can start here, Andrew. That involves two people, right? ED doesn't just affect the guy. It affects the spouse as well. Yeah, that's a great point. We at Wasatch Medical really are improving relationships, and it's fun to watch. Guys, uh, they start out a little embarrassed, kind of shoulders hung low, They've been struggling with ED for a while. They're sick of the pills. They go through our treatments, and it's like they leave a new person. The ED is gone. The need to take the pill, I believe this is very attached to an overall sense of well-being and happiness. Keep in mind, our technology is backed by 40 clinical studies, Cambridge University and many others, showing it repairs the blood vessels, improves blood flow, and restores normal function to the bedroom without the use of a pill. Turn back that clock, right? Turn back the clock. We've had guys in their 70s say, function like in my 40s. We've had guys in their 50s get back to function like in their 30s. That is really cool. Probably won't make you 18 years old again, but it will get the job done and you'll be happy. All right, here's the number, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Get on the schedule, get in, meet the doc, and get a bunch of free stuff, right? If you're craving more intimacy, you want to get rid of the ED, yes, it's a lot for free. Call us and the exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound with our MD. That's no charge. The little gift that produces basically immediate results, you'll love that. That's free. And... Free blood work and testosterone to new patients. If you're feeling like the tank is a little empty, hundreds of dollars in value, and it's all no charge. 801-901-8000. Number to call, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. There you go. Our friend Andrew, 801-901-8000. David Locke, next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.